welcome to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. If you're ready to finally commit to lifelong health, feeling better, and improving your mental and physical health for good, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Jennifer Coble, a nurse practitioner, certified functional medicine practitioner, boy mom to three, and wife. I have a calling on my life to transform the way that you view and experience healthcare because I believe that traditional medicine is leading people astray. We don't need to give a pill for the ill. We need to empower people to have a true lifestyle transformation, both internally and externally. And most importantly, commit and be disciplined to the process. It's time for you to go against the grain to get to optimal health that is going to have you feeling incredible. I can't wait to create a true lifestyle change with you. Let's mandate vegetables and tackle this project together. Hey, mama friend. So we're going to talk about how to not instill your food issues on your kids. I don't know what your food issues are. Um, This is just a very broad overview. Um, But let me tell you, I worried, have worried myself on the daily that my kids would have a problem with sugar like I do. I have worried that they will become reliant on it and that they will turn to this, what I refer to as a legal drug, to cope with their feelings and emotions like I have over the years. And so to try to, quote unquote, control the situation because I'm that person, I would ask my husband not to buy sweets and not to bring them in the house. And I would get irritated when he did. Um, but, you know, he was just trying to give my, my kids what he remembered as a child. But, uh, and I myself would avoid buying any sweets at the grocery store. But then I realized I was projecting my problems onto my own kids. So the best way to avoid my kids using my coping mechanisms is to teach them healthier coping mechanisms and stop making everything about food. So so these are five ways to not instill your food issues on your kids. Um, These are things that I have been working on myself that I wanted to share because um, there is an obesity epidemic in kids Y'all, it breaks my heart when I have to tell a mama and a child, a child, as in like 10, 11, 12 years old, that they are a type 2 diabetic. Um, it, It has happened more often than I care to think about. And part of this podcast is God putting on my heart Um, that he wanted me to share this information and put out free information for people um, to consume so that they can change their lives and change, in turn, change their children's lives. And so this episode, again, is going to talk about, you know, how to help our children not to acquire our food problems, okay? Because we grew up in a totally different generation, um, but there's still the same issues, okay? So the first is to teach your children the coping mechanisms you wished someone had taught you, okay? When I was younger, 
um, I would get very angry and upset and I cried about everything. It didn't matter if I was mad, happy, sad, hungry. It didn't matter. I cried. That was my one emotion that I knew. Um, and so at times I wished that I could have someone that was non-judgmental to talk to, like AKA not my parents, AKA not a friend, okay? Because friends are judgy. Love you friends, but friends are judgy, okay? But um, having a safe place or a safe person to talk to about anything, um, any concerns that they have, um, thoughts that they may have, um, whether it's a youth minister or a trusted cousin or maybe a friend's, another friend's parents or even a parent. Maybe it's you as a parent, but having a safe person to go to. And then on top of that, helping your child identify the emotions that they're having. Um, kids have so many emotions but they don't know how to identify them. They just know they feel a certain way and it's uncomfortable and they don't really don't know what to do about it. And sometimes they feel as though they'll be shamed for having that emotion about a certain situation. So, you know, identifying the emotion and then having somebody to talk to about it is very helpful in processing, um, you know, certain events or situations. All right, so first is teaching your children or helping them learn the coping me mechanisms that you wish someone had taught you. The second one, and this is me talking to myself as well as all of my mama friends, stop making everything about food. <laughs> A large part of this podcast is about food. <laughs> and it's about how you can incorporate healthy food into your life. However, the Bible tells us not to obsess about what we will eat or drink because the true bread of life is Jesus. Okay, so even though I talk about it a lot on this podcast, the um, large majority of my life is not obsessing over what me and my kids um, will eat because my husband and I intentionally take time on the weekend to prepare for the week. Um, so we'll both be on the same page and we don't really have to worry about like meals and what's going to happen and who's going to get fed what. So like I said, a large part of my education is food related, but that is not a large part of my life. Okay, number three, encourage your children to try new foods. Now, and then when you're like, take them to the grocery store with you and say, okay, I, you know, in the fruit and vegetable section, the produce section, like say, hey, what do you want to try this week? Let your kid pick something out and then y'all come up with a recipe together. Or, you know, if kids like in our school, our kids have a nutrition program. And so, um, or, you know, like nutrition education. And so they may new, learn about a new fruit or a new vegetable or something like that. And, so, you know, if they say something about, oh, we learned about, you know, kiwi. I don't know, just an example, because um, we bought some at Costco yesterday. But, um, you know, say, oh, well, do you want to try some? And, you know, if they do, then you can buy individual kiwi or you can buy them like in a pack or whatever. So just encourage them to try new foods. And if they hate it, fine, at least they tried it. Um, but on average, I think 
Um, I read it takes like 20 to 30 times for a child to try a food before they will either admit to liking it or actually liking it. All right, number four, don't make, do not label foods quote unquote good or quote unquote bad. Okay, do not give foods label food labels. Food is a neutral thing. It is neither good nor bad. Um, it may make you feel bad when you eat it, like it may make you feel cruddy, but the food itself is not good or bad. So don't label good or bad foods. Just say, oh, this is, uh, you know, a carrot and it has like vitamins and or minerals and um, it's really good for you because it helps with your eyesight and your, you know, whatever. Try to educate on the things that are in the good foods. Or I should look, I just labeled it <laughs> the things that are in the healthy foods. Um, again, y'all, I'm talking to myself because these are traps that I've fallen into because of diet culture. So um, I wanted to share these with you. Now, last but not least, be what you want your children to see. If you want your kids to eat healthy and try new things and be active, then you eat healthy, try new things, and be active. Okay? Um, I have a little bit of tough love when it comes to my parents in the office because a lot of them will come in and they will be shaming their kids, which really aggravates me. Um, shaming them, saying, you know, well, she really likes her juice or she really likes her cookies or she really likes her chips and she eats hot Takis and, you know, what are he or whatever. Um, and it really irritates me. So I turn it around on the parent and I say, okay, well, who's going grocery shopping? Like, who is bringing this food into the house? And then like that makes them think. And it's not because I'm being rude or mean. It's because I love my patients and I love y'all. And I really want you to be what you want your children to to be. And I want you as a mother to slowly start changing that family tree and making healthier choices on the daily and in better your health and your children's health. Okay, so recap real quick. Teach your children coping mechanisms or help them learn coping mechanisms you wish someone had taught you. Two, stop making everything about food. Three, encourage trying new foods. Don't label foods good or bad. And be what you want your children to see and be. Okay? So, if you're ready to make that change and be that person that you want your children to be, I want you to start at the very beginning uh, with a healthy foundation on how to build a healthy habits plan, okay? I want you to come join me in the Healthy Habits Blueprint course. And you can head on over to jennifercobel.com forward slash um, course and click on Healthy Habits Blueprint. And in this course, we get down to the basics Okay, the basics of how to change your life, 
how to get over obstacles, however to get how to get over your mindset. Um, we talk about tools and tricks to use, and I just want you to be able to make that change and be the person you want to be and be the person that you want your kids to admire, especially when it comes to healthy eating. Okay, I hope that this episode has blessed you. It has truly come from my heart because I love each and every one of you, and I pray that God will be with you this week. He will bless you, and he will keep you safe. And I hope y'all have a fantastic weekend. See ya. Bye. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a written review. Can't wait to hear from y'all.